We now begin the eighth parak of Maseches Ervin, parak Ches. And although we have really left the topic of Erev Tchumen and moved on to the topics of Shituf and Mavaos again, and Erev Chatseros, as we said in the last parak, and we will for the rest of this parak, the first two Mishnayas of this parak lapse back into Erev Tchumen. So this first Mishnah will parallel a Mishnah we had in the previous parak, which had said, Ketzad Mishtatfin B'Tchumen, how do you set up the partnership of the Tchum, and we had something very similar back for the Shita for the Mavoi here we're talking about. If you want to set up your Erev Tchumen and set it up at some place other than where you live, and the person doing the setting up is doing it for the number a number of members of his city, because let's say there's some, you know, some Shevabracha is the next town over. So multiple people need to set up their Erev Tchumen, let's say to the east of the city, so they can move further east beyond 2,000 almost of the their city's uh, edge. So how do you do that? Ketzad mishtatvim betchumen. How do you establish what I just described? Maniach esachavis. You, the person setting up for multiple people, place that barrel of food. Again, it can be any type of food, with the exception of salt and water. It's only the, again the air of chaseros, which needs to have bread. So you put the barrel of wine or cheese, whatever it is, in the barrel. Vaomer and the person setting it up says, Haray Zel Iri. This Erev Tchumen shall function as the symbolic Makum Shvisa for all the members of my city. Um, all he has to say really are those words. This is for Bnei Iri. Whoever needs to go for a visit to the house of mourning or to the celebratory home, wherever that might be. Beisa Mishnah literally means something like the house of drinking, um, but it's certainly a reference, as we said back in the very first Mishnah Shas, um, to some kind of, let's say, a wedding or Shabbos, so Sheva Brachas, etc. Okay, now the latter part of that declaration, the L'chol Misha Yilech L'Vesa Evil L'Vesa Mishnah, is not essential at all um, for the declaration of the Erev Tchumen. It simply, the Mishnah emphasizes that one is only permitted to set up an Erev Tchumen if his agenda is to be able to go beyond his usual tchum for some kind of devar mitzvah, some kind of mitzvah activity. So whether it's to visit someone who's in mourning or attend the Sheva Brachas, etc., that's all going to be okay. Um, but if, for argument's sake, he just wanted to be 3,000 almost from home when Shabbos goes out tomorrow night so he can you know, be quick to make some business deal, that would not be acceptable and not a legitimate use of the Erev Tchum and mechanism. So again, our mission is simply saying that one who wants to set up for multiple people puts that barrel, we'll discuss in the next Mishnah how much has to be inside the barrel, puts that barrel and says this barrel is for the sake of whoever needs it in my city. Now the mission doesn't speak it out, but the same way we learned in the previous parak that for the Shetuve Mavos, it needs to be that everyone has a portion of this food. So so to here, if this food was all coming from the person doing the placing and he didn't, let's say, collect a piece of bread or a matzah or try to figure whatever it is from the members of his community who want to have this Erev Tchumen set up for them. So then if it's all his property, he will need to be Mezaka them to um, transfer ownership to them in this food. And therefore he'll need to have another party, like we said back in the seventh parak. Um, we talked about Mishnah, I think it's in Mishnah Vav, Zion Mishnah Vav, that said he can do it with another grown member of his household even, um, or certainly somebody else. Um, who will have to like, essentially lift up the barrel and be acquire a portion for the people back at home. So he'll need to do that process as well here, just not spoken out in the Mishnah. Okay, 
V'chol shekiba lav mebaodiyom mutar. Anybody who, it literally means accepts upon themselves this Erev Tchumen from, while still daytime, meaning on Friday afternoon, they will be able to use this Erev Tchumen to trans to walk beyond the normal the normal 2,000 almost around their town. The truth is that they don't technically need to accept upon themselves that this is their Makom Shvisa, their home base for Shabbos. As you learned earlier in the Masechta, the halachas of Breira, of retroactive assignments, do work for Durabanans, like Erev. And therefore, as long as, in truth, the person who's going to use this Erev Tchumen is aware it exists before Shabbos comes in, he essentially will have the choice on Shabbos whether to use it as his Makhon Shvisa and get to the next town over, or not. So retroactively, he can decide that is his Makhon Shvisa or not, as long as he was aware of its existence prior to Shabbos coming in. There's no way that you could set it up for someone else without them knowing about it and then them rely on this new Erev Tchumen on Shabbos. The reason why is because, as we explained also in the previous pair, there's such a thing as you can be mezaka a person, you can give a person a benefit, shalobafanov, without him knowing about it. But that's only where there is only benefits and no um, aspect of liability. And if you could, if someone could force an Arab Tchumen on you, so that could have really have a downside, because if you had planned to go west and the Arab Tchumen to the east, now you're restricted in where you can go. So no one could do that without your knowledge. But as long as you know about it before Shabbos, so then you're going to be okay, and you can rely on it on Shabbos, even like we saw early on in the Masechta, but that Mishnah talked about, you don't know which direction your Rav is coming from, you want to go to the Shir, maybe to the east or to the west. So to here, you could decide on Shabbos, maybe you will, maybe you won't go to the Shevrachas, off to the east, etc. Mishnah but once it becomes dark, meaning once it's Shabbos proper, then Asr, then it's too late, and a person cannot. You can't establish your Makhon Shvisa on Shabbos when Shabbos come in, it's too late. What defines your Makhon Shvisa only can happen at the immediate onset of Shabbos, and since you were unaware of the existence of this Erev Tchumen before Shabbos came in, so you certainly cannot rely on it retroactively if you didn't know about it until uh, if you found it, about it on Shabbos itself. That's the end of the Mishnah. Um, there is a question in the postgame, what's with Ben Hashmashos, if in the time immediately prior to Tzetzel Kochavim you find out about your Erev Tchumen, whether you can set up Erev Tchumen or not, in that time period, it's a Machlokas, the Shulchan Aruch it brings Machlokas over there. So if you're going to do this, set it up, certainly, uh, before sunset.